Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And you know what? It's spring break somewhere around here because traffic was amazing. Right? Yeah. Because I had to get up really early to get all the quarterly stuff ready for my um, bookkeeper. And then, of course, get to the show on time. And so I, I left extra early. Pack your luggage because yeah, you're taking a trip. <laughs> right. I get it. And then I'm going to go take care of the baby Aww. after work today. You know, very sweet. Help Mariam with her baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super fun. Uh, so I was just so happy that it was just like completely clear. <laughs> it's like the roadway completely opened up. So um, we hope wherever you are in whatever part of the world or country that you're in, that you can look out the window or Get some sort of a, an idea of what time of day it is, what the weather's like. You know, just kind of check in with your present moment because we're going to do work that's transformational and transformation happens in the present moment. And of course, one of the things I love to do is interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today I get to interview Lauren Walker. She's the author of the Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription. We've interviewed her once before, right after her fir- first book was published. Um, so welcome to the show, Lauren. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's lovely. So you've been a yoga practitioner for a long time, correct? Yeah, actually, last year marked my 20th anniversary. (gasps) Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) Isn't You know, it's funny because, you know, the book had come out and I was so focused on that that it wasn't until the last teaching that I was doing, the last book release tour that I was doing in New York City, that I even realized that it was my 20th year of teaching. Yes, yeah, so you've been a certified yoga teacher for 20 years um, and an energy medicine practitioner as well. You studied with Donna Eden, who you love, 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 love. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting her, but I love her energy. Um, oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know, right? She's gorgeous inside and out and precious and powerful. You're the author of Energy Medicine Yoga and have been featured in the Yoga Journal, the New York Times, and more. Just super exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really been a lovely journey so far, I have to say. So this book is helping people, I, I think the overall, you know, theme of the book is to help people who are having health issues or health challenges, sort of speak, correct? Yes, absolutely. That was the the kind of thrust behind the book was to make it available for, for yoga practitioners and non-yoga practitioners to sort of look up what specific ailment they may be suffering from, whether it's mind or body, and to find a practice that could help them alleviate those symptoms. Yeah, amazing. Really beautiful and wonderful because you believe in the vibration of the human energy system. And Mm -hmm. we know holding poses actually can free up, adjust, enhance, create, you know, the vibration that a person could need in order to create health and well-being in their body. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole premise of energy medicine yoga to begin with and of energy medicine work. And of course, you know this quite deeply that energy is all that there is. So whether you've got, you know, a physical issue going on, say you broke your leg or you're suffering from some kind of emotional or psychological issue, maybe depression or you've had longstanding grief or something else, any of that, really the underlying 
um, element of all of that is the energy. And so if you can bring the energy into balance, then those other issues can start to resolve. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, I'm, I love energy medicine as well. Uh, and it's, it's something I get to do as well on a regular basis. And um, I just love it, love it, love it. So while you've been a practitioner, um, of course, you know, yoga and energy go together, but not all yoga practitioners really get that perception, at least in my opinion. You know, I, I haven't been in as many classes as I would like where I know that the practitioner is recognizing that a person is opening up an energy system that's actually affecting perhaps their pancreas or their gallbladder or a, a, an injury. And so was this something that you picked up on really early in your practice or was it something that you felt before you even began studying yoga? Well, you know, it's interesting because when I started practicing yoga, it really was um, it was a very physical practice. And it very quickly became part of the spiritual path for me as well. But I started studying at Jiva Mukti, which is a very, very aggressively physical practice. Um, and so that was sort of what brought me in because I was living in New York City at the time and I needed some kind of exercise and I would go to these classes and, you know, you're sweating and I mean, it's full on. Um, and so it was it wasn't for many years. And, you know, in, in Jiva Mukti, it's a very well-rounded practice. So they do talk about all of the esoteric parts of yoga. It's not just a physical practice, even mm -hmm. though it's so strongly physical. Um, and I studied yoga for years and studied all of the the sort of subtle bodies and the koshas and the doshas and all of these subtle bodies that are very esoteric in the yoga world. And I always had a, an intellectual grasp of them, but I never had a transformational grasp of them. You know, I would, you know, you can use the bandhas and uh, those are the energetic locks in the body and you can increase the power of your yoga practice and you get some subtle awareness starting to happen in the body. But it really wasn't until I started studying with Donna that the whole of what yoga can be energetically opened itself up to me. And I think the reason is, is because her work isn't esoteric and it isn't um it isn't as subtle as as so so many people right. think they think working with energy is this kind of woo woo subtle weird you've got to be you know super sensitive and hyper trained and all that and working with donna it is like nuts and bolts energy right and and you feel it right away. You feel these subtle energies so quickly and so powerfully, and you feel what they can do. And so it was working with her that really made me see the energetic promise um, that's inherent in the yoga practice. Mm. Well, again, I think that that could be, you know, because when you're taking energy courses, you learn how to embody energy. You, you learn how to hold it. You learn how to heighten your vibration really fast. You learn that you can actually be in a state of high frequency energy or not, right? And one of the things I loved about your book is that you talked about how the mind and our thoughts are such an incredible part of our healing. And I think that, you know, of course, I've never studied yoga. I've taken classes, but I've never studied it. But I think energy practitioners who, who are successful in their craft and have been able to create, help create change for other people, right? Because people heal themselves, mm -hmm. that you know, they are aware of our minds and our thoughts are a huge component of our vibrational process. And being conscious is such a huge and gigantic part of, of shifting energy, right? Mm -hmm. 
It, it absolutely is. And, you know, I'm kind of a, a science junkie, uh, <laughs> which is why I love Donna's work and, and what that's opened up for me, because it was never enough for me in a yoga class to hear, you know, this does that. Well, really? Why? And how does it do that? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, through Donna, I found and sort of stumbled into the work of Candace Pert and Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. Um and Rupert Sheldrake and the people sort of at the cutting edge of really how does your thoughts, how do your thoughts affect your physical body? And of course, Candace Pert um, was the first person to to scientifically prove that your thoughts and emotions affect your physiology and your physiology affects your thoughts and emotions. And so, you know, finding that work really allows me to to teach that and share that in a way that people can really grasp and understand because it's hard for people to just say oh your thoughts affect your physical body well really but how once you start to learn a little bit of the science then you can see more of the correlation and then you know louise hayes work makes more, much more sense to people without the science i think a lot of people sort of dismiss the fact that we are holistic beings because it's just not in the forefront of kind of the Western model that most of us have been brought up in. Mm-hmm. Well, what I found fascinating is, you know, in in the book and in the work that you're doing, you're helping people to have a felt experience because I personally believe that's the game changer for individuals. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that, of course, understanding, you know, we have trillions of subatomic particles in our brain that are synapsing and there's patterns based on belief systems, which are just overthinking aspects of the human condition. Yes, all of that is important information, but I think when someone has a felt experience, And energy medicine tends to create that. So then when you're adding yoga positions that are opening up the meridian lines and releasing stagnant energy and all the beautiful things that you talk, you know, gracefully and beautifully in your book, I think that's the game changer, you know, that to, to be, to be able, you know, you're, someone's not laying hands on you and yet you're creating poses that affect your energy system and you're having a felt experience, which you talk about in the book. I think that's. Uh, the profound thing, at least I know in my practice, that when people have a felt experience, which most of them do, that's when they begin to shift and change and learn how to realign their subatomic particles to, mm-hmm. you know, that healing potential. So, yeah, oh, I, I love that you bring all that together. And then someone holds a pose, right, which activates their energy system. And then you mm-hmm. have the information about what they're healing and what they're creating and, and also the emotional aspect. So I think it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. It really, it really is incredibly powerful. And, you know, every time I teach a workshop or um, a retreat or anything, we always have um, a miracle board at the front of the room and people come up and write what's fun. going on. It's so fun. And it's amazing to me how quickly people have these experiences. Like you said, once you get your hands on your own body and you start to look, know what you're looking for and what you're feeling for and what you're activating and how... It, it's so easy and simple. The body sort of, it's just been waiting for you your whole life. Totally. Speaking yeah. its language. No, yeah, it's, really it's true. The human body is speaking to us 24-7. You Absolutely. Know? And, and sometimes when we wake up in the morning, you know, before we look at our phone or our computer or, you know, think about what we have to do before we jump out of bed, I think some people who maybe don't have the awarenesses that they would love to have that they could certainly get from reading your book as well and practicing these exercises, sometimes those early morning moments give you insight to what your body's thinking and feeling. And, and uh, yeah, the body is extremely powerful, amazingly intelligent, and knows exactly what everyone needs in order to be well and healthy and fulfilled. It's phenomenal. Yes. 
And it never lies, which is so powerful in our world where our minds can play such games with oh. ourselves. The yes. body never lies. So it's really, it does, it, it has everything. And that's the, you know, the sort of yogic tenet that everything you, you have is within you. Again, that never really made sense to me until I, until I started studying and working with my own energy. And then it just opens itself up in a way that it is, and I emphasize this again and again, it is so easy. This work is not rocket science. It really is easy and accessible. Whereas a lot of yoga is quite advanced and quite difficult. And, you know, I, I joke about that all the time. Like, you don't have to do one arm handstand. We're not going for that. <laughs> I don't care about that. You know, what it really is about is you um, learning the language of your own body so that you're empowered to um, to do what it is you're meant to do here in your own life and, and be more free in that process. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm not the one handstand yoga girl. Um, <laughs> I wish I was, but I'm just not. Um, I, also in the book, you talk about visualization, which I also agree is a very powerful tool in healing. In fact, before I started to see energy, um, which is a big part of my practice, being able to see the energy and the disease processes mm-hmm. in the body and all of those good things. I I didn't know about the chakras, but, but yet I started seeing them. And then, of course, I read up on them so I could go, oh, my God, I'm seeing a chakra. And wow. and so as I worked with clients, because sometimes I would come up to someone's body in the hospital and maybe I couldn't see one of their chakras, probably because the energy was just so low and my body hadn't calibrated fast enough to be able to see the subtleness of their mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. repressed energy. Um, so I would visualize color, the appropriate color after reading The Hands of Light, because that's when I went, oh my God, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. And um, so I would visualize yellow at the solar plexus, which is a powerful vortex, because in my opinion, it governs the immune system. And yeah. and so I allowed my being to then believe that, oh yeah, there's a chakra there. And then after a while, within a matter of weeks, I began to see what really represented that person's solar plexus, at least from my perception. So I, you know, visualization is powerful. And humans have the ability to see and hear and feel in some capacity the interworkings of their own being. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's quite incredible. And not only to see it, but to create it. I mean, that's one of the powerful mm-hmm. things is the imagination and how we can create um, our experience uh, in in a in a different way, and you know, one of the things I love, uh, I'm an athlete, and I watched the Olympics was on this year, and that's always really fun to watch. I'm a winter person, so I love the Winter Olympics. And you see uh, Michaela Schifrin, who is arguably one of the best skiers that's ever been. And every run, she's up at the top of the run, and she is visualizing the run over and over and over again, visualizing every turn that she's going to make. And these are techniques that athletes have used for a very long time to improve their their game, their sport, whatever it is that, that they're doing. So it's not just being able to visualize what's happening internally, but to also be able to visualize what you want to create externally. And then the power of bringing those two together, especially if, like you said, we're talking about if you're having some kind of um, health issue that you want to resolve, to bring those two together is is quite, quite powerful. I agree. And what a great way how you explain that, you know, like, maybe if you understand a little bit about, you know, where you've had pain or where things have been sluggish for you. Maybe your digestion is sluggish or maybe you're not getting enough sleep. 
And, and then you start visualizing that you're getting plenty of sleep or you're, that your digestion is working beautifully. You know, this is all about the mind again, power and synapses and you know, all those wonderful, wonderful things. But I love how you put it all together, like how powerful, how powerful that can be for an individual, along with holding these positions that open up the energy system for the free flowing healing that it creates. Yeah, I love, love that idea. So how do you, ha- how do you help your your workshop attendees or whatnot, um, get into the, the mode of visualization. Do you have an actual plan for that? Or, um, I'm assuming you do, you seem very organized. <laughs> that's funny. Cause that's, um, that's the, the least of my superpowers is organization. <laughs> I'm always working on that one, but you know what we start that very early on in the very first practice we do, which is called the essential practice, which is kind of your baseline practice. And how we do it is, it's just a very subtle way of tuning in. And so a lot of people that have never worked with their energies before, uh, you know, and come to workshops and classes with me, um, this is their first experience of, of feeling and moving energy in this way. And like I said, it's very nuts and bolts. It's very hands-on. It is not, uh, most of it is not very subtle at all. It's like, there's a button on your body. This button does this and hold it and press it or massage it. And this does this. So it's very hands-on. Um, you know, a, a lot of it is quite mechanistic the way you get into this very subtle body. And so one of the first things that we do is at the end of the the practice where you've moved all of these different energies and then you lie in Shavasana, which is the rest pose at the end. My favorite pose in yoga, by the way, (laughs) the corpse pose. (laughs) A lot of people skip skip Shavasana and it's the most important Uh. pose because that's where the changes happen. And so in that um, in that uh, Shavasana, the first class, I ask you to tune in to any sensations that are happening in the physical body while you're lying there or the mental body. And so you're starting to tune into subtle sensations. And some people see those, some people feel them, some people, and you know this, some people smell them or taste energies. And so the first step of that visualization is just to tune in and see what is happening. So it's you're at this very quiet place and you're and you're coming into what's going on in the body and you're starting to learn um, those those subtle techniques. And then, you know, my um, a lot of my training is in Tantra yoga, which really uses visualization in meditation practice quite strongly. So we'll, we will do things like visualizing a golden flame in the navel center. And you'd mentioned the, the navel center, the solar plexus. It is the most powerful place to meditate. It's the center of power in the body. And as you said, it, it, um, governs the immune system. It has a lot of connection to our fight or flight response and to our habit fields. And so, um, putting a golden flame there and visualizing that in the navel center. And then we'll do work with um, moving those different visualizations um, in the spine, different chakras, um, and just kind of starting to, like you said, imagine things and visualize them until they become what they actually are in the body and then give you that information. Wow, that just sounds fantastic. Um, one of the things I enjoy, too, is uh, the radiant circuit, circuits that you talk about. And, mm-hmm. and so I find that, you know, lovely. You're, you say they have a lot to do with joy. So I'm curious, people who have a lot of joy in their body or know how to get to that vibration quickly, 
which is something that I um, work on teaching clients because I think it changes their entire life. The more joy they're in, authentically, authentic joy, the better their life is. Everything about their life will just change. So, But literally, you said that there's radiant circuits that run through the body, not meridian lines or acupressure points, but different you know, system that mm-hmm. is an indicator or um, creates more joy in the body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They both are activated by joy and joy activates them. Again, there's that sort of both and, and they're these beautiful pathways. One of they're from Chinese medicine and they're actually the, um, the folds that are created when the cell replicates, it's the first eight replications of the cell in, in fetal development is what creates these pathways. So when you look at them, they run in sort of strange patterns over the body. But the reason being is because, you know, you were first one and then you folded and became two cells and then four cells. And so those replications uh, follow or create the lines of the radiant circuits. And they're also called extraordinary vessels, which I just love. Um, And so what they are, they actually have set pathways, much like the meridians in that they are the same pathways that run over everybody's body. But when they become activated, the energies from those pathways jump off those, jump the rails, so to speak, and go to wherever they are needed wherever those energies are needed in the body. And those energies do things like connecting the um, the yin and the yang, the upper part of the body to the lower part of the body, the external to the internal, your own masculine and feminine. They regulate, there's a, a two flows called the regulator flows, which regulate the systems of the body. Um, and the penetrating flow, which goes deep into all of your cells and actually holds the energy of your life purpose. And wow. so- they're very, very powerful, and they're very beautiful to work with. And I, I sort of think of them like Tinkerbell because they really do sprinkle their healing energy wherever they are needed in the body. And they are. They're the energies of healing, and they're activated by joy, which, you know, that's sort of an, an old uh, an old known adage, even in Western medicine, right. that laughter can cure certain um, certain issues in the body. That's joy. That's the radiant circuit activation. Well, I love your notes, your nuts and bolts explanation of this, um, because I really believe I opened up to my career because I got super, super, super happy for mm-hmm. for really no good reason. I mean, yeah, I had a reason in my head, but I and luckily my former husband at the time, we both got happy at the same time about <laughs> the same silly thing that never really manifested in our life. I mean, it's it's weird. I won't waste our time about it. But um, and and then that's when I started having multisensory abilities shortly, you know, during that process. And I always have thought that's the reason why it happened. But I love your nuts and bolts explanation of it, you know, that there's this entire circuit that is, you know, highlighted and enlightened by joy. And, if- and it's quite possible that that you activated as well the penetrating flow, which is your life purpose. Right. And your life purpose was revealed. It to you. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh my gosh! Everyone should be taking your workshops and your classes so they can, you know, with nuts and bolts is important. You know, get these circuits activated so that they can be, you know, in the fifth layer of their auric field. At least that's my perception of you know the life path. And, and have the awarenesses that they need to be able to manifest that into their world. Because it makes everyone so happy. When you get to do what you love, yes. it's the best thing mm-hmm. on the planet. I mean, it comes, it's a very close second to my children. I mean, really. I, I, and they're older, they're older now, so I can actually say that, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's, 
yeah, it's amazing. To, it's you know we spend so much time in work. You know, it's a, it's a big part of our life. And you know, you sh- shouldn't sell yourself short on the organization, Lauren. You are look at what you've accomplished. You've accomplished a lot <laughs> in a very short period of time. I think you're a very organized person. You had to give your little yourself a little bit of a pat on the back regarding that one. You know, and it's not a false modesty, really. It's <laughs> it's a it's an ownership of how those cycles work in my life. And the what the book the the second book here that we're discussing is organized around um, an energy system called the five elements. And so everything in your life falls into one of these five elements. And that's the premise behind um, finding what's out of balance to bring it back into balance to heal everything. But everything is in those elements. And so you learn you have an element that is your predominant one, and then you have an element that is your least um, strong element and where your lessons are. And one of my elements that is the least represented in my chart or in my life is the metal element. Mm-hmm. And that's about organization and um, systemization. Um, it's also emotionally, it's about grief and letting go. And those have been some of the most, I would say the most important and recurring lessons in my life. And so while I don't have a lot of metal, my lessons are in metal. And so ha- so t- getting myself organized and um, getting myself having my systems put in place and having um, my connection to to spirit, to my guides yeah. and my, my own feeling of understanding of divinity. Those have been my lessons. And of course, those are the ways that we can let go when we feel a strong connection to the bigger picture. We can let go of things small and large. And also when we're very organized, we can let go of of and fall into the creative process because we know that the systems underneath are organized. And so when I say that I'm not very organized, it's something that that I have to work very strongly on to allow those energies to come forth in my life where other things um, I'm a predominant wood element, and that's very assertive. That's easy. That comes easy in my life. Um, I can really, you know, get things done, like writing this book. That part of the book was more easeful. The organization, my editor will tell you, was not as easeful. So well, I think successful people do know their weaknesses and their strengths, and they teach themselves to focus on their weaknesses so that they can overcome that and allow it to become a strength. So I think that's a common, um, you know, a, a common success of people who achieve their goals is that they they're, they have an awareness like, yeah, I don't like doing that. Okay, if I want to get this done, I got to stop watching TV or whatever the deal is, you know, and, uh, and uh, get centered. But uh, yeah, I think you've done a great job. And and I really love the five elements too. Chinese medicine is amazing. So it's just wonderful that you've cultivated that. It's it's a book full of so much interwoven, which of course is what healing is anyway. It's an interwoven experience, right? Absolutely. And um, so your book has a lot of that. And um, we're just going to remind people again, the Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription by Lauren Walker. And where can people reach you if they want to find out more, like where your classes are, things of that mm-hmm. nature? Yeah, so there's lots of exciting stuff coming up right now for EM Yoga as we as we sort of break into the mainstream and people are finding out about us. So emyoga.net is where you can find um, everything about EM Yoga and where I've got three level one teacher trainings happening this spring. We're starting a master's program in the fall. 
and I'll actually be on the east, uh, excuse me, on the west coast um, one time this year. I'm teaching at 1440 Multiversity in Northern California. I'm really excited about that. And, and in that um, retreat, that's a five-day retreat, we're going to dive deep into the practices in this book and give everyone the opportunity to create their own prescription uh, for healing. And so I'm excited about that. And of course, that's the closest thing um, to you guys up to in Seattle. Seattle. But you know, people who listen to our show listen from around the world. So Ooh. it's perfect that they now have a connection um, to uh, to where you are so that they can look, go look at their area and see what's coming up. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing more about your own experience and what you offer to the world. And congratulations on your new book. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. You as well, Lauren. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Alrighty. And we're going to take a break here on the Marine Manuture Show. When we come back, we're going to get to those callers. And thank you for waiting from New York, Colorado, Texas, and Portland. We love you. We'll be right back. In your eyes, there's a heavy blue. One to love and one to lose Sweet divine, a heavy truth What do I want? Don't make me choose Hi, this is Marie Menucheri. I'm excited to be the presenter for the 14th annual OKI Healing Touch Community Gathering in Cincinnati, Ohio. The OKI, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana community, was started over 20 years ago when the founder of Healing Touch program, Janet Mitkin, taught her curriculum. The elders in the community have done an incredible job building upon the Healing Touch community, which is now over 400 practitioners of all levels. Annually, OKI has a one-day spring workshop to help the community grow personally and in their practices. This year, I'll be presenting Assessing Higher Vibrational Energy focusing on how to run higher frequency vibration to assist in healing, simple and basic expansion of the aura, which repressed emotions contribute to disease type and location, tools to increase your intuition, and the importance of positive thinking. Healing Touch Worldwide Foundation has stepped up to organize this spring workshop as a fundraiser to support grants for research, service, and education. This is a win-win for the community and HTWF. For more details and registration, go to htwffoundation.org or energyintuitive.com and save $20 if you register by May 4th. I'm so looking forward to seeing everyone this May in Cincinnati. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. It was very hard for me, but Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. At age 47, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation.
I'm Gary Mance. And I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Fridays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., Mance and Mitchell get up close and personal with authors, experts, and celebrities discussing everything from pop culture to the paranormal with a dash of politics on the side. We also share spiritual insights from around the world in ways that shine a light on issues that matter most to you. Light up your life with a little help from your friends. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. How can Marie Manucheri help you create a better life? Check out her events page and attend a workshop. Working with Marie is a life-changing experience. If you want to find an effective way to make significant improvements in your life, sign up for a class today at energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. Thank you, Benny, for shaking up here in the studio. I really need to get my groove on. Yeah. Michelle and I have got to go out dancing. She actually, um, Michelle, my dear friend, my dance partner, because luckily her husband goes to bed really early and he can't go dancing with us. Oh, darn. Um, oh, oh, darn. No, I, I mean, I, I wish for her, but it's fine because then she's my dance partner, right? Um, so she actually dances with a, a Bollywood organization, and she, they did a recital Cool. on Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. So my other friend Amy and I went to watch her and 100 other lovely people dance Bollywood um, performances. It was so I'll amazing. I'll have to find some. Have to find so some. I'm just dying to go dancing. Thanks for that music. Yeah. That was uh, Bruno Mars, Chunky, oh, Chunky, by the way. Is that new? It's fairly new. In the Man, last I haven't heard it yet. I oh, love well, you know, it. Brush my shoulders off a little bit. I love you know, a little bit of a flair. Yeah, I know. For You're the newest amazing. that comes through. Right. Love it. All right, Marie. 800-9302. No, no, wrong number. 877-825-8838 is the number. And we want to thank everyone for being yes. on hold for, yes. you know, a long time. Mm-hmm. So who do we have first? Yeah, we'll start things off. We'll travel down to Irving, Texas. We have Amber joining us. Hello, Amber. Hi. Hi, Amber. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Um, so kind of just a general um, how many spirit guides and uh-huh. if they have messages for me because uh-huh. I'm kind of stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there there are good attributes to being stubborn. One is as a person moves into the multisensory world, if they do, do or if it's something that's been a natural part of their life, Stubborn energy allows you to hold on to a kind of a, the mystical experiences that you're having long enough to decipher them or translate their meaning. So it's that's the good part of stubbornness. The other part, okay. you know, having the awareness of being stubborn can help you to go, okay, I'm in a defense mechanism. I need to let go, you know, so so that it becomes a very positive tool. Um, you have seven spirit guides, at least that's the number I'm hearing. And, and that means that you do need to spend more time in meditation that you probably overthink or analyze. and I mean, you know, like you have a strong mind, which is lovely, but meditation will be extremely powerful for you. Seven is the highest spiritual number there is when we look at the earth realm. And maybe, you know, the entire multi-universes, I don't really know, but certainly from the earth realm. And so um, it's that means if you can quiet your mind, your ability to have spiritual experiences and to merge into that, multi-sensory world is a natural fit for you but you have to quiet your mind 
Yeah, I have trouble with that. Um, <laughs> I think in meditation, with meditation in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you ever heard of Qigong before? I have. Okay, so that would be a wonderful way for you to, that's meditation with movement. So I think that would be a great way where you're gonna, you can be distracted by the movement and not let your mind be over-analytical while you become present. Because meditation is really about becoming present. And uh, so, so that's what I think would be really, really helpful for you. Um, when I drew out okay. your energy system, I don't see a leak, which is very nice and unusual. A lot of times I see leaks when I'm doing readings here on the air. Uh, but your energy system doesn't have a lot of oomph in it. Like, it's a little too quiet for me. And I know you're not a quiet person. I know that you're... <laughs> so either you're not getting enough rest, you know, or you need to stop taking care of everybody else. Um, but th- there's... I would love to see more particle mass in your energy system. So perhaps doing some Qigong, some of the five-element Qigong would be great for you. Some of those exercises, you get to have a meditative moment, build your own personal energy and spend time with you. I think that's your, your uh, recipe right now. Okay. Okay? That's a really good start. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a lovely day in Texas. Thank you. Alrighty. Thanks, Amber, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number. 877-825-8828. Speaking yes. of Texas, my future son-in-law's birthday is today. Really? Yeah. He lives in Lubbock, Texas. Right. Seth. Um, he's moving to Oklahoma, where my daughter works. They both work. They're both professors for universities. He works for Texas A&M right now, but and she works for Oklahoma State. But he's now going to work for Oklahoma State too. So they're going to be living together uh, finally. Uh, here it goes. Before they get married, right. which would be really nice. Yay. So you know, congratulations yeah. to them on all of those things, mm-hmm. and happy birthday to Seth. He's mm-hmm. a lovely young man. I'm going to fly to North Carolina and meet his parents in June. Great. Yes. For the wedding. Okay, so enough talk about that. Who do we have next on the phone <laughs> it's line? Yeah. It's all good. Edwina is calling in from Colorado. Hello, Edwina. Hi. Um, Hi, I'm Edwina. Here. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. I just found uh, you through Batcap. I'm an old friend of the Oh, Park. yeah, love, love, yeah. love Rick. So, he very, is amazing. Very, very good interview, and I completely resonated. Oh, thank so, you so much. Briefly, what my deal is, I'm 67. You sound I'm so much younger. Yeah, people tell me that. I look younger, so... Love it. Love it. And I'm a former TM teacher like Rick, and I've been on a dedicated spiritual path probably since my early 20s. -hmm. In my mid-30s, I developed an autoimmune health problem, which Mm -hmm. has persisted to this day. And Mm -hmm. it's in that chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, umbrella of experiences. And in that time, I've done things on the surface and continuing with inner spiritual work but I'm not able to improve the quality of my life. And, yeah. and it, does, it does get worse. Right. So I'm, I'm really, quite honestly, in a deep, pretty deep depression and hopelessness regarding this experience. Right. But I'm aware very much how thoughts create the reality, but I'm just having trouble turning this like vibrational ship around mm-hmm. on my own mm-hmm. because of the discomfort of my ongoing experience. So whatever so- insight... So you probably, and I'm very sorry for, you know, the health issues yeah. that you've had. Um, I know yeah. they're, they're a struggle. Um, mm-hmm. of, of course, it is your higher self trying to get you to break a pattern. And mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a, a persistent pattern that I see in people with, you know, chronic autoimmune disorders. And that mm-hmm. is negative thinking. And, mm-hmm. and so here's how I want you to look at it. So the third chakra is, you know, the solar plexus governs your immune system, right? So mm-hmm. all the fascia, your um, 
lymphatic system, all the adrenal organs, and then primary organs like the liver um, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So it's, it's working with all your hormones. So that's why it's, um, of course, the, the one that affects the immune system. It also has a very strong relationship with the third layer of your aura. So, so this third layer of your auric field is called the mental plane. And so all of your thoughts generate and proliferate on this layer of, of your field, of your aura. And the aura is a huge body of energy. And you have a very large mental plane because you think a lot. So oh, it, there's okay. a representation from the amount of thinking you do, how large your auric field, the, this area of your auric field is. In fact, when I look at your aura, your mental plane is so huge, it's like squeezing out the rest of your aura. So you oh. don't have as much energy in the first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh layers of your aura. The, okay. the third is just, it's almost like it's leaking even into the rest of your auric system, which we don't want. We want them, you know, the aura is actually a very structured, organized system. It's, it's complicated and it's very diverse in terms of the even fields, even number of fields have their own color scheme and movement as, as very different from the odd fields, which are um, more structured. So you have to stop thinking negatively. This is the issue. And it, it, and the reality is it's not going to matter what's going wrong because you've already been dealing with this for a very long period of time. So it, it, you are going to have to stop thinking negatively. And the first thing I would suggest, because I don't think you know how to think positively about your health. I really don't. And you've tried. No. You've tried. No. So no. you're I not. Don't, a, I don't accept it. Accept what? This, that, that I had come from myself. I had an expectation of something else yeah, in my well, life. Oh, that's fine. You right. can call it whatever you want. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But here's what yeah. I'm going to suggest, because I can't, mm-hmm. I can't see you capable of thinking positively about your health. That's just my perception from what I'm seeing. You're right. So you're, you're not allowed to think about it. You cannot think about your health. And, and this is true for anyone who wants to change something and they are unable to maintain a positive thought for any oh. length of time about something in their life that they need to change, then they cannot think about it, period. So you cannot think, that means you can't talk about it. Of course, to me, you can right now or a practitioner if you're going in, whatever. But you can't talk about it to your friends. You can't talk about it. Good. You can't think about it or talk about it. That means you have to get in the present moment. And this is going to change the mental plane. It's going to shrink it down so it's not this overriding force that's actually feeding negative energy to your solar plexus. Because whatever's circulating on the mental plane is sending energy to the third chakra, which is then affecting the immune system. Mm. Yeah. So you're going to have to uh, eloquently... Never think about your health again until it really improves and then you can be delightful about it. So, I hear what you're saying, but sometimes I'm thinking about my health because I'm thinking, what do I need? No, Where do I you need can't to go? think about it. It hasn't worked for you. No. you. So you can't think about, you can't process about it. You can't analyze about it. You can't try to figure it out. Not, mm-hmm. There's nothing in any way, shape or form that you can think about your health and get the success that you want. It's not going to work for you. Yeah. So you have to fire yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that that made you happy. That means we're on the right track about this. You had a spontaneous burst of laughter. We are totally on the right track. So, so here's a what if question for you, which will help entertain your brain because the Uh brain does require entertainment, not the way you've been entertaining it. Um, Uh But you know, what if, what if I'm filled with many different types of thoughts? What if my mind can be 
in the present joy that's all around me. Okay? Mm-hmm. What if my mind can be in the present joy that's all around me? And this doesn't mean that you need to understand what we're talking about. I think it's better if the brain has no idea what you're talking about um, mm-hmm. when you're using curious, positive, what-if questions. But, yeah, no more thinking, talking, trying to figure it out. You're fired. <laughs> okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, well, thanks. you're welcome. Have a great day Thank and keep you. me posted. Yeah. I will. All Bye-bye. Thanks, Edwina, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're just driving right on through here. Uh, let's go with uh, Cheryl from Portland. Hello, Cheryl. Hi. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, it's so nice to talk to you yes. guys. And I just want to let you know that I love your energy. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know Benny's got great energy. Thank He's you. super fun. He picks You're the so best cute. music ever. across ever. the counter. High five. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we actually can't. We can't touch. We're so he so had a clap. Yeah. So far. Yeah. We, the, the counter is oh, make that huge. Okay. Oh, thank yeah, you, Benny. Well. All right. There we just go. did a nice little finger it's on touch. The yeah. And it's, it's on, on the, the cameras. On That's right. I forgot we have all these cameras in the studio. <laughs> so I have to wear makeup when I come into the studio. I know I don't have to, but I mean, yeah, I have to. Hello. Um, at any rate, um, what can I do for you? Um, I'm just calling. Um, I I feel like I'm going through my rebirth. Mm. awakening process mm-hmm. um it, it happened like seven years ago and then um i got knocked off the bliss and and then um now i'm going through it again and um this time i'm i'm able i feel like i i've opened up my third eye and working on the beginning steps and um crown i'm, I'm hoping the crown chakra i feel like it's Oh, you have a huge crown chakra it's gigantic it's about seven thousand miles in length so what this, Whoa. I know, right? And it's super, super wide. Like I, I can't, okay. you know, I, I can't even measure that for whatever reason, oh, wow. but because maybe because I'm so used to measuring the length of, of a, of a crown chakra. So people who have really huge crown chakras, like you, you do, you were born this way, actually. You have a very strong connection to spirit. And there's only been a few times in your life where you stifled your crown chakra you know, for, you know, like a two-year time period, like life just sucked. It was really hard. You lost faith, hope, whatever. But most yeah. of the time you have faith and you have hope, you know, and, and maybe not always for yourself. I think that's something you're learning about the spiritual world, world that it's really about the celebration of, of ourself. You know, that's really what creates, you know, heaven on earth is when every individual is happy and fulfilled to the best of their ability. That's heaven on earth. And, but you've always had hope for others and inspiration for them. And that's also why you have a stunning crown chakra. So your crown's gorgeous. I would recommend to have more of those visual experiences that you're wanting and that you have had. You've had flashes of visions, which is really cool. Spend time in your abdomen. Your second chakra is oh tiny. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the size of a walnut. It needs to be the size of like a small orange or tangerine, about two and a half inches in diameter. So I guess that's kind of a big orange, really. So um, spend time in your abdomen, just being curious about it. Um, you know, like, ooh, what does my tummy feel like right now? Or what do my hips feel like that? What is my lower back? Because that's all part of the second chakra area. Okay. When I uh, first started seeing color, when I was meditating, because I wanted to see auras and so I'd be able to kind of understand energy more. Um, all I would see was I couldn't tell if it was red or orange. Mm. Well, it's supposed so, to be orange, but it looks almost, and I'm sorry if I interrupted you, but did you need to say something else? Okay, no. <laughs> it's almost, it's pretty dark, actually, because you just don't spend a lot of time in that second chakra. And so maybe when you're hanging out there, even tell yourself in your mind, repeat over and over again, 
I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. Because I most likely, you know, it's I'm sure it's past life related, but also this time related where maybe you weren't able to fully express your feelings, you know, like in your childhood. Like my childhood, my mm-hmm. mom is a counselor, so she wanted us to express our feelings, but I have four siblings. We're all a year apart, and she raised us by herself. So there was no time to listen to anybody in our family. We just screamed and yelled at each other and grabbed food before it was all gone, you know, kind of a thing. So, so nobody had time to really listen to anyone. So whatever your scenario was, it wasn't safe for you to feel your emotions. And no, so, it wasn't. right. So I want you to rest there, repeat that mantra. And before you know it, cause you're right on track, you're absolutely correct. Things are massively opening up for you. You're going to have, um, a wonderful, you know, opening. It's just going to be amazing. It's already happened. You're just going to expand it. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um, I see like the chakra colors. I'm starting to see them um, Good. now out just with my eyes open. Love it. Stuff. Love it. And it's amazing to see all the color. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's very scant, but it's just amazing to see the energy and how it really works. Yeah, it really works. Um, it's a real thing. It's a real, <laughs> right. alive thing that's happening it's kind of yes. like the engine and thank you so much for calling us we wish you a beautiful day in portland i'm planning to teach a divine energy medicine workshop in vancouver washington just outside of portland in spring of next year so um keep uh, your eye on my website energyintuitive.com perfect perfect spot uh let's travel over to the east and uh Sayla's joining us from new york hello Sayla. how's the weather out there hi it's actually pretty good a little chilly but not bad nice oh, good. nice good to hear yeah, yeah, yeah. we like crisp it. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> is this bad. your first time calling into the show a uh, second time second time so was i helpful the first time you were and oh, you know yeah. i have to be totally honest i feel like i'm calling in this time what i didn't want to even touch last time because i was i think i was afraid of what you would say but now i'm like okay <laughs> okay like okay so <laughs> that's all right you're dipping your feet in her first right? and then you're gonna go all in now so it's yeah, all good that's great. i get it right? yeah, I, we're feeling it, it. kind of <laughs> reminds me of this microdermal roller i'm using right oh right, now, right? i remember you talking about that it, yeah it's pretty tiny it's like this 0.25 needle that you just rub all over your face so that you look younger and your collagen wakes up but you if you really want your dermis to wake up you have to use like the 0.5 i'm a little chicken yet <laughs> i'm still just using the 0.25 so that's that's what you're talking you're about. You're doubling then. it up. So yeah. Fine. Okay. So what can I do for you? So I'm going through a breakup. Uh-huh. And, and congratulations, by the way. This yeah. relationship was way too slow for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're ready to have a full on committed relationship. And this person also wants one, but they want it like 10 years from now. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like they want to stay with you, but they want to like, okay, you know, it reminds me, I dated someone once who I just adored and loved to pieces, by the way. And um, he didn't have his own children, and I had three. And he had been married before, and they just didn't have kids. And he wanted to have his own kid. And so he was talking a lot about me getting pregnant in the future. And I wasn't even sure if I wanted to have a fourth kid. And and so I brought up this whiteboard once because, you know, he's he's kind of a geeky guy so that I could explain, okay, first we have to date for a while. Then we have to get engaged. <laughs> Maybe married, I and then we like, can talk about kids, you like, know? Like you're a coach, like a head coach for a football team. Like, like, you've got marriage, and you circle it, and you got a big arrow driving Yeah, he's got the there. baby got on the brain, and I'm like, <laughs> of course, you know, he did meet someone after we broke up, and they did create children, and oh, so that, well, hey, he, see, that's what he really wanted, hey, and it's lovely. Hey, yeah. but, but your partner, 
It's like you're you've drawn out. Okay, we need to talk about this now. We've dated this long. Now we need and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> well, we don't even have the ball yet. And you're like, "No, we have the ball. You know, we we're running down the field. We're going to make a touchdown, but we got to like, you know what I'm talking about." It's not always right? a straight line. <laughs> yeah, I do. And so you fired him, which was good because <laughs> I think you would have just pulled out all of your hair in this relationship. I'm not kidding. You would have definitely That's- pulled out your hair. It's very validating. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a lovely person. You just have a different speed, you know, yeah. and, and you need someone who's going to be in the speed that you're in to have a successful relationship, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I think I really needed to hear that because there were so many facets that were good that I didn't Exactly. Want to go, I know. He's but... super nice. He's kind. He's interesting. He's smart. At least I think it's a man. It checks off all of these beautiful boxes, but if he's not at your speed... Right? It's not going to work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was wondering, too, if, like, my guides had anything. They're just like- clapping. They're very proud of you because this was hard for you. You, you you know, it's like you really thought about this a lot. You journaled about it. You prayed. You, you did everything. And they're just so proud of you that you, you already knew the answer going even into this whole, you know, unraveling of what should I do. And they're just very proud that you followed yourself and you're doing what's in your best interest. Congratulations. It's great. Great. Thank you so much. I You're really welcome. appreciate it. Have a great day in New York. Go shopping yeah, that's right. for me in Manhattan. And there's your <laughs> needs to hear it. Needs to hear it. I love needs it. To hear it. Right? Love it. All right. Last, certainly, but not least. I don't know. I could be fast. Oh, oh you it. lost him. That is two shows in a row I've done this on accident. He, he accidentally dropped our person from you know, Spokane. You know, maybe I just need to take a break. <laughs> well, he, just, well, you are doing two things broken, right now. I'm mentally broken down or no, something. No, like it's okay. You're running back and forth. It was my, it's fine. It was Sharon. She was driving from Spokane really? to, to Seattle. Seattle. She's hearing us right now. So, we have Sharon, like, if you call I'm gonna quick. I'm going to give her one minute to realize what I did. It was my fault. Otherwise, you're going to have to run into the soundproof booth and find another I'll caller. Take, right? I'll, go, I'll go and just oh, take it that, live. Oh, do you think that's her? That could be her. Let's try okay, this. Okay, let's try it. We're going to try it. Okay. All right. Sharon, Sharon are you, you there? Yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, I did it. All right. I'm back on plane again. Sharon, I'm so sorry. No, Welcome it's to the show. great. Welcome. What can we do for you, Sharon? And drive carefully, please. Right, Did you yes. pull over? Uh-huh. You know? I'm driving really carefully, really safely. My cruise control is off. Okay. So okay. And, and could you, right, so you're heading to Seattle right now? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm headed to Seattle. It's my daughter's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, right? sweetheart. I love Aries energy. As a fellow Aries, I love Aries energy. And could you stop off at, isn't it Chehalis that's right there on the way? Centralia. It's a C word. That's south. Oh, am I confused? You're coming from, she's oh, coming from the it. other side of the state. All right. Oh, no, but I think that. Ellensburg. That's it's Ellensburg. That's an E. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Central Washington. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, you know, when you're an intuitive, your brain has to like take a back seat. There's Chelan. Maybe it's Chelan. I don't know. But there's an amazing <laughs> hamburger place. When I was always coming back from Pullman, you know, oh uh, yeah, I, I would stop there and get their hamburger, blackberry milkshake, and oh, look fries. At it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's hello. Zips. I know there's zips okay. somewhere over there. Zips. Okay, so what can I do for you? We're now stalling. that I used We're all the stalling. time, I yeah. don't know why. So what can I do for you? Now I'm hungry. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, what can I do for you? Okay, so I'm calling because I'm 59. I'm an empty nester. I feel like there's a new adventure on the horizon. But you have to go do stuff. You have to get out of the house. You know, you're a homebody. You know what I mean? 
Yes. You can't do that and have your life She's doing open it right now. Up. She's heading to Seattle. That's she's, what I said She's earlier. picking up kids. But she can still do that on the side. You have to go dancing. You have yeah. to have girlfriends. You got to go drink a little. Not too much, by the way. Just a little bit have of champagne an in there. Have an Uber. An Uber. You need to start playing and having fun. That's how everything's going to open up for you. You can't do it from your home and um your fantastic life in here. You've got to go out and start playing. And be a risk taker. Be silly. Do things you wouldn't normally do. Go be 20 again, but not too crazy, okay? I feel like I'm 20 still, kind of. Well, that's That's good, good, but you can't be at home and get what you want. Mm -hmm. That's what the guides are telling me. They say, get her out of the house, okay? Awesome. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you you so much. Thank you so much. Drive carefully. Go eat that hamburger, blackberry, milkshake. That's that's a start to the feeling frisky right Right, there. Right, right. So she already has the feeling. Oh, yeah, Yeah. and the burger. Oh, so hungry right now. Oh, me too. I'm starving. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show and calling in and being patient with us today. We wish you joyful blessings. Bye-bye.